This is a podcast by The Straits Times and Money FM 89.3. Singapore has downgraded the crisis level of the pandemic, scrapping all tests for incoming vaccinated visitors and limits on gathering sizes as it takes further steps to live with COVID-19. That's right. The health minister, Ong Yi Kang, said that this is a major milestone for Singapore in the fight against COVID-19, with Singapore now able to breathe easier. Well, not the only country in Southeast Asia to ease restrictions. Singapore, with 96% of eligible population fully inoculated, has been able to do so with some measure of consistency. Well, let's find out more from Singapore editor for Straits Times, Zakia Hussein, who's joining us on the line now. Hi, Zakia. This is Melissa Hyak and Timothy Go with you. Hi, Musa. Hi, Tim. Hey, Zakir. So we have been hearing a lot of good news since Friday's announcement. Mm. Yep. There will be further easing of these measures. So, first of all, just right. remind right. us what we need to know. <laughs> <laughs> so, actually, the only real rule is, you know, it's really back to pre-COVID days. The only two requirements, really, we need to remember that if you're indoors, you know, public transport, speaking with colleagues in an office, in an indoor setting, like in a mall, you should keep your mask on. Mm. The other requirement is really, you know, if you're at a large event, say, uh, with more than a thousand people, like, say, at a big service or a performance, mm. it is indoors. You know, you also have to have your mask on, but there are no capacity limits. So you no longer need to, you know, blank out seats and so on. So for arts groups, mm-hmm. for sports matches, for stadiums, for indoor concerts, it's really free for all where crowd size is concerned. I mean, the one exception where really is large events with more than 500 people mm-hmm. or mm. say you're going into a nightclub or restaurant, you do need to be vaccinated mm-hmm. given the risk of transmission. Yeah, it's interesting they should bring it up because, yes, you know, they should be vaccinated. The VDS the vaccination differentiation measures still applies at FMB establishments, but the setups or the establishments will no longer have the responsibility of screening people in. So the onus, the government says now, or the MTF says, is on patrons, right, to abide by the rules. So that means that potentially um, those who are medically ineligible for vaccination could very well be sitting next to people who might not Mm. feel that they want to or need to cooperate with the rules, as in somebody who's unvaccinated. Yep, that's always the risk, I think. So correct me if I'm wrong, Zakir, I was imagining this. You will have safety ambassadors who would randomly walk into a restaurant and check customers if they did check in or not or check would their vaccination. Would this be SDAs or the SDOs? I think it'd really be SDO and mm, okay. I think it'll be fairly random. But I think they'd really be just checking to make sure that mm. the persons are vaccinated if they right. are. Yeah, but what I find interesting too is that we no longer need to carry our Trace Together token or to have the apps on our phones. No, you need to have the app on your phone. No, not necessary, I thought. Wait, Zakia, you be the referee. Is it optional (laughs) or not? (laughs) Well, technically, you no longer need to have the app on your phone. Mm. But they did suggest that we keep it on the phone. 
Yes, yeah. because so it's proved that you're vaccinated. So the alternative <laughs> is if you fold your notarized vaccination record right. and carry it in your wallet or your pocket right. or your handbag right. to display. But then again, is that yours? You know, <laughs> because you yeah. will still need the app to go into discos and restaurants, right? I mean, this is what right. uh, they're saying. You need yeah. to check. I mean, it's your if responsibility. If you're a disco-going okay, kind of person. <laughs> Or a nightclub yep, kind yeah. of going kind of person. But I mean, what would be interesting would be the SDOs going up to people. And I do wonder, you know, how they would be able to say, hey, are you vaccinated? Prove, right? And then you need to have something to show them. Right. Or do they have some special, I don't know, iPad or whatever it is with them that can just kind of scan your IC and it can see whether you're vaccinated or not? Yes, yeah, so I suspect it'll be a little like the, I'm not, I'm not sure how that how Still that lots work. of details. Uh, you know, that we will come, learn in the next couple yeah, of days. In, in but I time. assume they will have the same app that we use in restaurants and the shopping mm-hmm. malls used to check if you mm. are vaccinated. Mm. All right, let's move That's on right. to my favorite topic, Zakir, travel. <laughs> Both coming in yes. and, well, let's start with coming into the country. So when tourists or travelers are coming into Singapore, what will they need to know? So they just need to be vaccinated if they're eligible vaccination. And they no longer have to do a, you know, so long as they're fully vaccinated, mm-hmm. if they're arriving for a mid- Yeah, April 26th, um, midnight. That's right. Mm. They no longer need any tests to enter Singapore. Okay. Mm, mm. So this means yep. no pre-departure test, but I just assume that people coming in tonight would have done their pre-departure test 73 hours ago or 72, 48 <laughs> hours ago. <laughs> it, it, Good yeah. on them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Good but, on them. but when they come in, no more checks, no more. It's it's really back to normal, right? That's right. It's really back well. to normal. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. This podcast is available on our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us. And now, back to our podcast episode. This is Melissa Hyak and Timothy Goh speaking to Zakir Hussein, Singapore editor of The Straits Times. Now, Zakir, have you heard what the response or reactions from our Muslim community might be to the latest announcements on Friday, the 22nd of April? I ask this because the last two years, you know, the, right. yeah, well, a lot of other communities were able to celebrate their festive occasions. Unfortunately, for our Muslim community celebrating Hari Raya Puasa, it's always been some kind of lockdown, more restrictive lockdown measures mm-hmm. taking place. Place. What have they said? Yeah. So I think the mood this year has been quite, you know, I think whether it's individuals or whether it's a stallholders, there's a bit of jubilant about it. I think people are relieved that there are no restrictions. And I think after two pretty tough, challenging years, this time around, the fact that there are no restrictions on group sizes, mm-hmm. mm. I think is welcome. But on the other hand, I mean, people are still mindful that COVID is out there still. So I think there's still some caution, I'd say. And that applies throughout the population. I think there mm. will be some who are more cautious and sort of, you know, especially those with elderly family members who may mm. be fully vaccinated, mm-hmm. may be boosted, may have had their fourth shot. Mm-hmm. But you just want to be careful, especially, you know, I think the same conditions apply. And I think if you're not well, then maybe uh, defer your visits a little, little later. Okay. Or if you're not well, maybe wear a mask even when mm-hmm. you're in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I think I remember the last time the measures were relaxed, uh, Mufti actually sent out a note to everybody to say, hey, you know, this is great, but let's also continue to be socially responsible. That's right. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm going to touch wood before I ask you the next question, Zakir, because this is our longest winning streak, so to speak, without having to go back to, you know, restrictions again since, what, December, <laughs> right? So, yeah, touch yep. wood on that. But what happens if there's another curveball that may be thrown at us in terms of uh, COVID-19 variants? Touch wood. I know. So, I guess at the MTS last week, well, you know, we're out of dusk on orange, you know, we're, we're in yellow. But mm-hmm. I think the other condition is, I mean, I think they've mentioned that they're prepared to, you know, kind of tighten 
tighten the tap a little or to take make adjustments if the global situation or local situation worsens. My own hunch, I think, is if there's a surge in cases from a particular country or a particular area, it might just be back to where we were two years ago. You know, how we gradually imposed restrictions on testing. Mm. And I think maybe first we'll, we'll impose testing restrictions mm. before talk of quarantine or stay home notice from that particular area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And same thing, you know, the, the kind of restrictions on workplace requirements and group sizes could, I guess, easily be tweaked if they wanted to. Although, you know, it'll be tough. Right. I think. I mm. think that we have the benefit of hindsight now and we know a mm. lot more on how to handle this. <laughs> uh, thank you very much, Akira, yes, for, thank you. for joining us. The SG Extra podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us.